SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. Brighton and Hove Albion are going all out to brighten their clash against Burnley FC with maximum points. A dinger again, that was a masterpiece. However, Burnley FC will display a sense of urgency to move up from the relegation zone. Gariola has scored! Down the middle! Burnley lead! Jay Rodriguez! Who will have a great day on the field of play? The Seagulls or the Clarets? This is the Premier League. Catch the exciting clash between Brighton and Hove Albion and Burnley FC on Saturday 9 December at 4pm, live on S3. Also available on SABC Plus and SABCSport.com. Hashtag, we love it here. Brought to you by SABC Sport. For the love of the game. Sunday morning discussion on Weekend View. Deputy President Paul Mashadile has raised concerns that there are fewer HIV-positive children who are on antiretroviral therapy. Mashadile was speaking during the World AIDS Day commemoration event in Mandeni on the KwaZulu-Natal North Coast. Meanwhile, South Africa is leading globally with children who are infected with HIV. Avusi Makosini reports. Despite South Africa's effort in keeping the spread of HIV, the country remains the epicenter of the virus. Mashatile says only 67% of children who are infected are on antiretroviral treatment. As I mentioned earlier, we are concerned with HIV treatment gaps in children. Children living with HIV aged 15 years and below are left behind in the global HIV response when compared to the general population. Collectively, We should strive to ensure universal access to treatment, eliminate mother-to-child transmission, and confront prevailing prejudice and discrimination. United Nations Children Fund raised concern about the scourge of young girls who are sexually abused and end up being pregnant. Christine Mohikana is UNICEF's representative in South Africa. In this country, we have 82% of the children who do not know their uh, status. We have 68% of those children who know who should be eligible to treatment who do not have access to treatment. We need to put emphasis on finding those children in the community who are not on treatment. We need to put emphasis on the vulnerability of young girls uh, who get pregnant, who are um, violated, abused. We need to make sure that the prevention of mother-to-child transmission in, in young women through uh, breastfeeding is um, is under control through treatment of the of the women. The civil society believes South Africa might not reach its goal of ending new HIV infection if there are still men who refuse to test for HIV. Civil Society Provincial Organizer for People Living with HIV in Guazunatal, Tolan Kaba, has been living with the virus for more than 20 years. He says men must take charge of their health. The, the biggest challenge that we have in HIV in South Africa 
it's men who don't want to accept their status. It's men who don't want to go to the clinic and, and get tested. So I'm encouraging the men of South Africa to go to the clinics and get tested for HIV so that we'll pull, uh, eradicate uh, HIV and new infections because as a country we have a vision of 2030 of uh, new, uh, zero new infections. But if men don't want to test, if men don't want to take their RVs, if men don't want to know their status, then we will, will not be able to reach the, that, that goal as a country. Community-based organizations also raise concern about the lack of funding and red tape in accessing funds to effectively drive HIV-AIDS awareness campaigns. I am Vusi Makosini, Mandini. For a Sunday morning discussion on this issue, we're joined on the line by Dr. Sitati Mulefe, Deputy Chief of Party at Right to Care, and Spongile Chavalala, Chairperson of the Treatment Action Campaign. Thank you very much uh, to you both for joining us. Dr. Mulefe, perhaps to start with you here, let's pick up on the issue on the uh, of, of the vulnerability of young girls. Um, very, a very, very concerning issue here um, with, um, with with the, the increasing um, incidence of infection among this 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 group of um, of girls. It means they they are being preyed on. Um, it means there may be incidents of rape that we are talking about here. How how big a crisis is this? Good morning and thank you very much. So we have known for some time that the incidents, unfortunately, amongst adolescent girls and young women aged between 15 uh, to 25 to 24 has not uh, decreased in line with, number one, their peers who are male, but number two, with the rest of the population in South Africa. And you would know that they have, um, this, has, this has been a, a cry for some time, but uh, programs have also been conceptualized to try and address this. And you are right. There are many issues that are putting these girls at increased vulnerability. Uh, there are, first of all, the societal <coughs> issues uh, where we have found that a lot of these girls in, engage, number one, in intergenerational sex, meaning that they are having sex with men who are older than them. Hence, you will see that the statistics, when you look at the, the, the numbers of, of people who are infected in the age groups uh, for men is much higher. So you will see that the adolescent girls and young women have rates that are equivalent to men who are higher than them, mm. who are older than them, I, I apologize. But secondly, uh, we are also aware that they are also engaging, many of them are engaging in uh, transactional sex where they would find, they would think, or for some reason they feel that their circumstances are such that if they are to be supported financially because either their families uh, or guardians are not able to provide for them financially, mm. they need to go out there and get money in other ways. And a lot of, of, of them opt then to have these relationships or have these um, transactional relationships with men and generally to be men who are older, who have access to money versus their own peers who would still be in school and or maybe, you know, not have as much access to money as them. So those mm. are key things. But of course, uh, the issue of gender-based violence, the issue of being coerced, of being forced into sexual relationships, relationships is also quite big. So this is why the programs that are conceptualized speak to this in general. It does not does not speak to just giving them treatment, yeah. but also addressing the issues that in the society are putting them at higher vulnerability. Are we talking here, Dr. Mulefia, about these older men knowingly infecting these these young girls? 
Um, so there are instances where, you know, um, we've heard, and unfortunately, if where I'm sitting, I only have anecdotal evidence, but it's been out there yeah. that some people actually do that, that they actually have um, been infecting, whether it's the young girls or any other sexual partner, knowingly. So we don't have the statistics to, to, to give with this for this, but one of the concerns, uh, without really um, apportioning blame, one of the concerns is that not everybody knows who is HIV positive, knows that they're mm. HIV positive. And mm. some of them are not in treatment, and therefore they are at risk of um, transmitting HIV, whether knowingly or unknowingly. Mm. So this is a big issue. And um, if we were to just stick to the facts, what we know, and look at the fact that there are people out there who are HIV positive and do not know, but there are also people out there who know that they're HIV positive, but for various reasons are not in treat on treatment. Mm. Either they started mm. treatment and stopped, or they've never started treatment. Um, these are the issues that really we can tackle because we know once somebody is HIV positive, starts treatment, adheres to treatment, and and remains on treatment, they suppress their viral load such that they will not transmit HIV or yeah. what. Now, we, we this is this is one of our <laughs> biggest, 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 biggest pushes at this point in time. Right. Let me bring in Spongle to the conversation as well. Um, Spongle Chabalala's chairperson of the Treatment Action Campaign. Thanks for your time, Spongle. On the same point, just just your thoughts about about where where we are as as a country and and the vulnerability of of, of young girls in particular. Uh, I, will, uh, I will agree with Doc with everything that she said, and all it's true. And when you look at the, uh, the second 95 of people who know they are who don't know their status, uh, their status and not on treatment, we are lagging behind. So that puts us on more vulnerability as a country. And as Doc has explained, more young people are the ones who are are, are, are infected with HIV. But I think the the, the mistake that we did as a country and all of us we need to take responsibility for uh, some quite a while when we started HIV programs we focused more on people who are already HIV positive and we focus mostly on people who were uh, starting treatment and forget the children that were born at that time that we were preventing from being HIV now today these children are the ones that are being infected with HIV so and also we are always I'm sorry, we are always talking about the young girl, the young women, and leave the young boy uh, uh, behind. Because at the end of the day, as Doc explained, whether the young girl has had sex for inter uh, with intergenerational or for for for, for financial uh, uh, purposes or any other way, at the end of the day, this young person or this young woman will also have sex with their peers because they can't sometimes be seen with these older men. So they will have mm -hmm. multiple relationships without them knowing that they are transmitting also HIV. So when we are dealing with issues of HIV, we should not leave no one behind. And where, what we need to start practicing what we are uh, uh, saying, we need to walk the, we need to walk the talk uh, now, because always we say we are leaving no one behind, but yeah. you find out that young people are, are, are left behind. Mostly now we are leaving boys, it's only boys. It's only now that we are saying, let's take boys. The only prevention method that is still uh, there and out there for a yeah. young boy. Boys, it's still the second decision, which is only 60%. What about the other 40% for the young boys? Sure. So we need also to have prop that, prep that will be uh, be able to be used for, for the boys mm -hmm. and encourage even 
young men to use PrEP because if it can be able to uh, uh, prevent HIV for young women, then why for not no, for not, for, mm. for boys? So mm. the to pause for you, please, um, Mrs. Mongle, um, I will. I'll come back to you um, just on the other side um, of this. Um, the sort of interventions that you already started making that point. The sort of interventions that we that we need to start seeing. What are some of those? We'll unpack those in a moment. Banyana Banyana, African champions and top 16 team in the world are in action on Monday the 4th of December 2023 at the Lucas Moribe Stadium at 3pm. They are on the road to defend the trophy as they face Burkina Faso for the Women's Africa Cup of Nations 2024 qualifiers. Join us to close the year. Tickets are available at Ticket Pro at 20 Rand for adults and free for children under 12 and scholars in uniform. You can also watch the match live on S3 at 3pm. Sunday morning discussion on Weekend View. I am still in conversation with the TAC's Smongile Shabalala as well as Dr. Sitati Mulefe, who is the Deputy Chief of Party at Right to Care. We are talking about the um, HIV and AIDS epidemic in South Africa, where we are just on Friday. The Deputy President uh, commemorated World AIDS Day. Smongile, let me come back to you. We're talking about the, the sort of interventions we need to start seeing. Many years ago, uh, we were um, I'll, I'll loosely say bombarded with um, with its educational programming, television shows, messaging at, at a government level, civil society leading efforts about awareness around HIV and AIDS. And just over the last couple of years, you don't hear much about it. We, we're not talking about it. We're not hyper aware about HIV in ways that, that, that we used to be. How how do we bring that back? And and might perhaps the trends that we see now be be really attributable to the fact that uh, we we've kind of just got on got got on, on with things, and as as if the the scourge and the spread of HIV has has stopped in the country. Yes, that's true. <clears throat> uh, we we have no longer have those. Uh, a lot of educations that we we used to have and if you look at the educational level it has dropped a lot uh, here what we need is the country that will also look at how do we educate these young people in terms of hiv infections and other things yes and, and when as we are talking to you now we are worried as civil society because the hiv and tb uh, conditional grant it keep on being cut every year as part as much as uh, health is accessing a lot of funds, but in terms of uh, combating HIV, the, cut, the budget cuts always affect the programs of HIV. As we are talking to you now, most of civil society organizations are unable to continue doing the work that they've been doing all these years in terms of combating HIV, doing the programs and outreach programs that we were doing because we are now lacking of funding. So now the issue of funding is a problem. And as we are talking to you, uh, we are trying trying to engage with the uh, Minister of Finance, uh, Mr. Inok Kotongwana, in, with the, his statement to say they were, they are thinking of cutting 1 billion rands on HIV and mm. a, 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 a TP a, a, a conditional grant. That will affect mostly people living with HIV and especially those who will be infected uh, now. We, uh, we will not win the fight against HIV if we continue to have these budget cuts. So yeah. we can't uh, expect miracles to happen. 
children. If you remember that time when there were those educations and everything, everybody was on the ground, there was funding. Yes, we no longer, we are not saying we want to be rich, we want to make money out of HIV programs, but these programs are helping communities. These monies are going where it's they're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. We are able to educate communities, we are able to print pamphlets, we are able to go to schools, to young people who are not in schools, to clinics. Now, women who are pregnant are just given, uh, 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 who are pregnant and found HIV, are given treatment without even educating. So, uh, education. So, those women, after checking the medication they gave it, they gave birth to the child, after that, they forget about education because mm. there is no mm. counseling, there is no psychosocial support, there are no programs that talk to people living with HIV and also to prevent HIV. So, we want to urge the, the funders and the government to continue to find, yeah. especially the civil society organizations, because these, the, all the work that we see, it's been done by the civil society, yeah. supported by the government. Yeah, uh, Doctor Doctor um on on the same point about uh, mm. uh, about the conversations we, we are having as a country about about HIV. I think we were at a point at some point where, you know, the stigma attached to to being positive what what wasn't as as hectic in 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 several parts of the country but it feels as though it's back again that there's a lot of shame attached to um to to being somebody who um who has tested positive for for the virus thank you i'll backtrack just a bit and talk about funding and really uh, uh, agree with but i want us to say this is why when we when we do programs when you plan and implement programs it's important that we all sit around the table because there are funders beyond government we've all agreed that mm. uh, hiv programming needs to be multi-sectoral so we need to do that when we plan and when we fund programs so everybody needs to come to the party and understand where the problems are where the gaps are the challenges are so that if government is able to fund one section and um, the other the other money that is available is then used to fund the other needs that may not be met or may be partially met so i, I just wanted to make that point but yes when we come to the issue of education, uh, the fact that we are regressing in how we, we've done in terms of coverage for education and the quality of that education also means, therefore, that the stigma um, um, uh, attached to HIV will um, be impacted. And unfortunately, these two are, you know, are, are, are enemies, right? They're not, they're not friends. So if one is going is is going up. Uh, the other one is happy because, um, um, you know, if, if, if the other one is sad because if, if if we have good education, stigma goes down. And now the problem is because our education is lagging behind, our mm. stigma is actually starting to go up because people don't know enough, people don't understand enough, and people are back to thinking about the myths. Some of the myths new. Um, and, uh, you know, and also the way that people talk about HIV, where some of the jokes that people make about HIV mm. tend to, to, to give the false impression. I mean, social media has been, uh, you know, awash with many things. There was the Maheu issue, thing, where, you know, they show this person uh, who, who, who looks like they're very ill and all that they can eat is, uh, or is, is, you know, ingest is amacheo yeah. and all the negative young people who are now, unfortunately, not um, as, as, as as advantaged as we were a, a few years back yeah. where we would know that, look, this is not, this is not how it works. Uh, read this 
and think that this is it. And they see somebody like this in yeah. the streets, whatever is wrong with them, then they go shout, and, 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 and that, and that needs to change indeed. We are out of time and Most unfortunately definitely. we'll have to park it there. I appreciate you both for joining us, Dr. Sitati Mulefi, as well as Smongile Chabalal, as we reflect on World AIDS Day um, and also uh, the crisis really that we are having in the country.